Hello, and welcome to the Fire Up podcast. We are Simon and Madeline Carrington, founders of Fire Up Ministries. At Fire Up, our mission is to restore marriage and family life in our culture by proclaiming St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. This podcast is a place where we want to deepen our discussions on, on human relationships, marriage, family life, vocations, uh, masculinity and femininity, parenting and many other topics. This podcast is born out of our desire to set the whole world on fire with God's love so that every single person would know they are loved and created for happiness. We are so glad that you have joined us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Fire Up podcast. Today we're going to be discussing part two of from our last episode, follow on from our last episode about the power of words and the ability that words have to build intimacy in our relationships and particularly we were focusing on um, building intimacy in marriage. So I'm joined by my lovely husband, Simon. How, How are you, going? Simon? Pumped and ready to go. Ready to go. Simon, would it's, you... It's a great joy to do this with you. Thank you. It's a great joy to do it with you too. Would you like to lead us in prayer? I'd love to. Thank you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord Jesus, send your Holy Spirit um, up, up upon us, upon myself uh, and, 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 and Madeline as we do this podcast. We pray especially for all, all, all married couples that will tune into this but also for young couples who, who um, aren't married yet, they're still dating or they're, they're engaged and can already start to apply these, um, the, the, these really, really the, these important skills um, and ways of, of speaking with, with one another that would really bring about um, uh, true intimacy in, 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 in their relationships that they can carry into their future marriages. We pray that we would decrease so that the Lord would increase. We rely totally on you, Jesus, to say everything that you want us to say. We ask you to come into our mind, our, our hearts, our tongue, our whole body, that you would speak through us, for us, and in us. And that whatever we say is exactly what you want those tuning in to hear. Nothing more, nothing less. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so Simon, last episode we ended with talking about how we are in control of setting the tone of our relationships through the words that we speak. You know, we, we don't have control over what the others are going to say mm-hmm. um, or how they're going to say it, but we do have control over how we speak, how we respond, our word choice, the tone, mm-hmm. tonality that we use is really important. And so, you know, we are in control of setting the standard or changing the culture of, of our relationships. We can do that. And, you know, we spoke a lot about using our words to uplift and praise the other um, and, you know, that we can be really intentional or that we should be really intentional with how we choose to say something and how we choose to express ourselves. But what we really want to get into this podcast for all of our lovely listeners is how do we 
um, express our frustrations or hurts with our spouse or, you know, within a relationship in a way that still leads to intimacy. Mm. Now, maybe you're listening to this and thinking you didn't hear me right when I said, (laughs) how do we express our frustrations and our hurts and our wounds in a way that still builds intimacy? Because really we're kind of used to or accustomed to, you know, expressing frustrations and wounds and hurts in a way that is just like an argument Mm. that is, Mm. That you ruins know, intimacy. That, exactly. That thank you. That ruins intimacy. That is destructive to intimacy. And it's almost like we believe or we've we are used to um like an argument leading mm-hmm. to division. Amen. But what we want to discuss today and shed a little bit of light on is the fact that if you argue well well <laughs> then it can actually increase the intimacy. Amen. You know? And, and can I just, can I just yeah, add please. quickly? Because I think as well, if if we are, are of the mindset that if I disagree with you, if we have an argument, that's always going to, to, to ruin or, 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 or destroy the intimacy, then what that actually does is it, it stops you being honest mm. because you're so terrified that if I actually speak my mind here, and I don't see eye to eye with my spouse or with my boyfriend or with you know with with the person I, 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 I'm, I'm engaged to, then it's it's you know we're we're going to have a fight. I'm going to upset them. They're going to stonewall or they're going to be distant or whatever it might be. Um, and so when we when we when we re like reframe the way that we understand a disagreement or a little frustration or an argument. If we can see it as something that can still build intimacy, I would even say sometimes it can be a source of 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 more intimacy than if you just than if you just do see eye to eye on things because you've got to really work it out and talk it through and pray it through and you've got to practice virtue and hear the other person out. If we re, re, like reframe our understanding of of what an argument or frustration sharing could be then it will actually lead to us being more open, mm. more honest. And when you don't run away from that disagreement, I think even just that in itself will lead to to, 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 to much greater intimacy because you're actually learning to be to be vulnerable. So if you know if 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 your mindset has always been argument equals a loss of intimacy that mindset is going to move you away from intimacy even before you have an argument mm. because you're likely doing all that you can to avoid even having it in 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 the first place. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of made me think of like, you know, if to love someone authentically or authentic love is a total acceptance of the other person, you know, mm. and their opinions and their thoughts and, even if they're contrary to yours, you're totally like wanting to invest and get to know the, the mm. you know the the why they think and, that yeah exactly yeah, and understand so, them being able to have a respectful conversation about where you may not see eye to eye, as opposed to just lashing out in you know an argument mm. that is about 
really that's focused on winning the argument as opposed to, you know, figuring out why the other person may have hold this view. Mm. You know, it's like, again, we've said it before and I'll say it again because I think it's so important, but it's like, are you arguing in a way where you are on the same team and trying to achieve the same goal, which is what is the best outcome? What is the best decision here? Not Mm. who's right, who's wrong. I have to win this. I have to dominate you, you know, because that's where it becomes destructive and dividing. Mm. And if, if if you and I if if you and I do disagree on things, which does happen, and it just means that I obviously was wrong in, in, <laughs> in that point. But um, you know, when when we do just disagree on things, the most important thing is that even if if you don't at the end of the conversation, if you still don't see eye to eye with something that I think or think we should do. The real measure of love is if I felt respected, heard, and understood. Because I think we live in a culture that thinks if you love someone, then you endorse everything that they think and do, mm-hmm. which is not true, mm-hmm. right? We can love people but disagree with how they how they behave or what they think about morals and values, whatever. But in that moment, especially between spouses, I should feel heard, understood, and respected and loved. And no matter what. Even yeah. even if at the end of it you still say, I don't agree, but I love you and I should feel that by the way that you have listened and responded to my mm. thought pattern. And we should share too, like a lot of this um, concept of arguing well, um, you know, we were actually inspired, well, especially like I was really struck by the film War Room. I'm not sure if oh, anyone yeah, has, yeah. has um, seen it, but it's definitely such a great movie to watch. It's about um, prayer and like particularly praying for your spouse, which is maybe mm, another mm. podcast topic actually. But um, this concept of, of arguing well, you know, there's this old woman, she's very wise and um, she wants to Can impart. You do her accent? No, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it justice. It's this great um, Southern, great Southern, Southern American. American accent but um anyway she's she is you know she's an older woman and she wants to impart her wisdom and her what she's learned from her life to a younger woman who is in a troubled marriage and this woman says you know oh we 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 argue a lot you know that's something we do very well and this older woman she says oh i don't think you argue well at all you know because (laughs) your goal is not intimacy it's not to arrive at the same on the same page you know it's not to respectfully listen to the other it's just to win the argument and mm. every couple argues it's pretty much there's studies show that a couple that stays together there's a couple that separates there's no difference in the frequency of arguments it's just the effectiveness it's just yet yeah, how they argue yeah how they argue if they argue well and what we hope to share today is um, how to argue well, some ideas and some practical tips on how to articulate what you're feeling in a respectful way mm-hmm. and in a way that is going to lead to greater intimacy. Now, again, we're not perfect. We don't claim to be experts we're, at arguing. <laughs> we're, we're probably better at arguing than arguing well at this stage, but anyway. <laughs> we're working on it yeah. and we're we're trying to be intentional about it, but um, there that is possible, you know, and it's something that, that every couple should strive to, strive to do. So, you know, usually, you know, we look at a place 
the argument is sorry an argument is a place um where hurts and needs can come to the surface and can be expressed in really unhealthy ways so that's where mm-hmm. we can start to see really damaging and negative um words spoken to each other in the heat of the moment um that oftentimes we wish we could take back um but again in that heat of the moment they, they come out and mm-hmm. they're irretractable we can't we can't take them yeah. back once they've been said they've been said and we know that so much damage and hurt can come from you know words said to us by a loved one that perhaps they didn't mean mm-hmm. and that's a really sad yeah. and regrettable thing so how do we avoid that happening because obviously that is a massive point of destruction and and division is those those words that are said in the moment that um you know perhaps you didn't mean or you did mean but didn't mean for them to come out that Mm. way in such a mean a mean way so how do we express ourselves um you know in that way that is that is going to allow us to say what we need to say and then um um you know but in a loving way Mm. you know and i i can't remember if i've shared this on on um a podcast before i'm sorry if i have but um you know oftentimes i'll just be really vulnerable here and just give a practical insight into our marriage um there have been times where i'm really angry about something and you know i she's angry at me about something (laughs) i think she 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 just forgot to put that little i did i did but I'm just trying to don't be honest here. So like I'm angry at Simon about something and I can't wait for him to get home so that I can dish out this speech that I've been oh rehearsing over and over and over in my head. I wish there was a little thing in my head that went off to tell me to stay in the garage <laughs> on those days. Stay in your man cave. No, but it's been ama- I've been amazed at like at how many times um you know, it's obviously a grace. It's obviously a grace that in that moment where I've had the opportunity to give this speech I've been rehearsing multiple <laughs> times, I'm overcome with just, I don't know what the right word is. but it's, You're stunned by my good looks when I walk in the door. <laughs> must be that. <laughs> no, but it's just I'm overcome with this, like this feeling of all that is not important. Mm. Like being right is not important in this situation, in any situation, really. So I actually haven't heard a lot of these speeches. No, I, I've been very <laughs> merciful and you really haven't heard any of them, really, because it's, okay, this is not important. This God is, bless you. <laughs> God bless you, I think. <laughs> like it's, it's the, the goal here is unity. It's not, you know, domination. Mm. It's not I want to be right. It's not... Yeah. You know, and it's like it's amazing how, yes, we can be overcome by our own anger over something that our our husband or wife has or hasn't done. But what matters most is how we can discuss it with them. Mm-hmm. And what is most effective in helping to build that unity and grow closer together, which is should always be the goal of marriage, what is helpful in that is me being able to or simon being able to take a deep breath take a step back and 
lovingly communicate what is frustrating them or frustra- mm. you know frustrating us and that is not easy to do especially when mm-hmm. you are emotionally invested when you are really hurt or really angry about something to take that step back and be like hang on a second what is the most important thing here and if we're really honest with ourselves it should always be that unity and intimacy mm. right i mean something really 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 simple right i think there's a it's very easy that when you've got something on your chest that you want to get off and yeah sometimes yeah let's be honest we we kind of rehearse things in our head that we're going to say and i'm going to go in there and say this and make my point but we, we we have a tendency to, to use to 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 to, to use the, 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 this the, this 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 kind of language that comes out and we're just going to go full force at the other person you know you always do this mm. or you never do this those words are very very hurtful because we know they aren't true we know that if there's it's likely it's likely the person you know has done something a few times and and it's gotten on your on your nerves and you're hurt and then you know maybe you're tired you've had a tough day and it comes out wrong but the truth is if that if whatever that person did that hurt you or upset you they don't always do it or they don't never do what you need they, they do it a few times or whatever so what what has actually been what you know what we've read and done different you know marriage prep programs and stuff a really helpful way is to always start with, um, you know, when this happens or when you do this, this is how it makes me feel, right? So you're you're not just going in all guns blazing on the other person, but you're actually the whole the goal the goal here is to is to 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 to, to, to build intimacy, mm. right? What's intimacy to be known by the other? And to know the other, right? So the other person knows you and you know the other person. So the only way to build intimacy in an argument is you need to share what your, what your, 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 your your subjective experience has been of this problem, Mm. right? And what's beautiful about that is that hopefully spouses, you love one another, you're madly in love. And when you hear that something that you do, or something that you may fail to do impacts the woman or the man that you love more than anything, immediately that should be pulling on your heart to say, well, this is how it makes them feel. I understand that. I can enter into that pain that builds intimacy. And then you're drawn to make that change or make that response. But if we go in there and we're you never do this or you always do this, they're going to arc up. You know, their, their pride's going to get in the way, their ego's going to get in the way, they're going to try to de, um, de, defend themselves and they're just going to spit back at you what you never do and what you always do. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely. No, but that that's a great point because that absolute language, like that never, always, like that is that is dangerous, you know, in an argument. It's, it's never true either. That's right. That's yeah. right. And another... Thing that you know can be really helpful to help build this intimacy is is having the strength to take a break and walk away when you know you could for lack of a better word like blow up right mm. so having um you know what we've called here like a controlled silence you know so 
Mm. Having, you know, and being really honest with each other and being like, look, I'm hurt or I'm frustrated and I want to talk about it, but I need a little bit of time, mm-hmm. you know, and like making sure you can process it. And, you know, for me, that's often where those those uh, nice little speeches start to <laughs> form. <laughs> but um, also too where my, you know, my um, voice of reason is saying like, well, no, let's let's choose mercy. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's try and see... Um, you know, why Simon responded this way or why Simon didn't get to that or, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. And it's, it's, whereas if I didn't have that time away, that's when I might say things that I don't mean or start using that absolute language because I'm on the defensive, right? My goal in that heat of the moment is not to build intimacy. Mm-hmm. So having that time away to process and just, gain some more perspective is is really um really important yeah i'll i'll just be um i think it's important to to have a bit of an understanding of the kind of time frame Mm. that you you you, that you may need to 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 withdraw calm down you know process your thoughts or how you'd like to respond in a way that's going to build intimacy and be charitable um but i'll be really let's be honest right something i really struggled with was i would take that silent time and extend it way too long, mm-hmm. especially when we first started start, started dating. Um, you know, but the, the time we got married, it had improved a lot, but then also we live in together, so it's a little bit harder to stonewall. But I mean, but truthfully, in you know, when when we when we were were, 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 were engaged even, there were times where, you know, if I felt misunderstood or, or I was angry about something, I could like stonewall completely, go really cold, really distant, not really, not not really want to communicate very well. I'll be really dry, um, and it could last days. You know, let's be real, it could last days, and that was very harmful because you, you know, one of the things you would often say is, you know, at a time like this, you know, you can't shut me out. I want to be. You, you you were crying for the the intimacy to to flow from that disagreement but i was actually stopping it happening mm. by not wanting to talk because i kept saying i'm not ready i'm still too angry whatever it might be but really you like i'm just going to say it that's a skill i just needed to learn you can't drag that out three or four days i know people that won't talk with their spouse for, for days or weeks and they're married living in the same home, like, that's very unhealthy. I would probably recommend from 20 minutes to maybe an hour at the absolute max to take a bit of time to yourself to withdraw. You know, for the blokes, you, you might have to go, you know, you, 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 you just go in your garage or something or go on a walk or whatever, you know, whatever it's going to be, but you need to take a short amount of time to regroup you know, calm down, but then you've you you've got to come back quickly, and you've got to come back with the right disposition. Like you've got to come back with the attitude of I want to respectfully and calmly discuss this. Yeah, you know, don't come don't come back with your boxing gloves on. Yeah. It'll get you nowhere, right? Like if you both want to win, I'll guarantee you'll both lose. That's right. Because if it's just a if it's just a fight to see who was right the goal 
as you've already said, is, is to build intimacy, not necessarily win the argument. So, mm. yeah, yeah. And, I can guarantee you know, that you'll thing, lose. One thing Simon likes to do to ensure this intimacy is built is hold hands while we're having this discussion. There's wisdom to this. <laughs> For those of you that have heard why, why, why do I insist on this, Maddie? So I don't punch you in the face. That's it, man. (laughs) There's wisdom to this. No, it's to keep us grounded in the fact Mm. that we are on the same team and we are trying to work through this hurt, this frustration together, you know, and we we respect one another enough to listen to where the others come from. Mm -hmm. And I also, too, think it requires humility, you know, because you have to die to that desire to want to win, to Mm want to be right. Right, and it's it's about putting the other first, the others, you know, um, yeah, yeah, desires, needs, feelings before your own, but not at the expense of your own. Mm. So, it's important to hear the other out, but it's also important to be heard out. Oh so yeah, that you yeah, can yeah. Come to that union yeah, don't don't lie about how you truly feel that's right just to keep false peace no yeah that's right don't sweep it under the rug if you've got a chance to get it out you but there say is it. always a way you have to remember this there's always a way Great to point. say what you're feeling calmly and respectfully there always is if especially especially if your spouse is laying the foundation or giving you the security where they're able to receive it with humility. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? Love that. Because yeah. the less you come in raging like a bull, the more willing they will be to receive you with calm and humility. Yeah. yeah. Right? So let's just put the fire out but so that we can actually hear each other. Right? Because if you're just screaming at one another, Mm. you're only you're only hearing each other's pride and ego you're not hearing each other's heart and what's really going on and so and also this is i'm not saying that this is what i experienced with you by the way but 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 this is true as well is that sometimes there there is a tendency for one spouse to tend to stonewall more but it but that that can be made worse if the other spouse comes in very, very, very hard and angry and just wants to demand answers and to fix it, um, they'll they'll just pull back more and more and more if the other person's too strong. Um, what what will help the other person, you know, because sometimes it's like one spouse really wants to solve it mm. and the other person just doesn't want to talk about it. But the person that wants to talk about it needs to be charitable and calm to invite the person who is stonewalling mm. to see the need, the importance for the other person's peace, mm-hmm. to 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 actually discuss it and then to 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 re- reconcile that that struggle. Mm. And I, just I wanna, hope I'm making sense here. Yeah, yeah. Just, just some thoughts here. There's a lot. There's a lot to this. Mm. But you know, I just want to say as well, like maybe you're listening to this and. You know, you've been married 10, 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it is, and you're thinking, you know, I really don't know how to argue well with my spouse or, you know, this does not sound anything like the arguments my spouse and I have. 
you know, I just want to invite you to really allow this to be to challenge you, you know, like it's never too late to better your marriage. It's never too late to learn these skills. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't care how old you are or how long you've been married or how set in your ways, so to speak, you may feel you are. It's never too late to break this mold of, of, you know, unhealthy arguing. And again, we said it in the previous podcast, but you know, you have very little control over what happens in your life, but you have complete control over how you respond, Amen. you know, and the way that you choose to address these issues that come up. And again, it's about our disposition. It's if it's the goal is not to win the argument, it's to build that intimacy. And by your example, okay, by making some small changes and learning some new skills, you can have a huge impact on the direction of your marriage after an argument or during an argument. So please don't Amen. don't be disheartened if you're listening to this and thinking, you know, oh, this is just so far from what I'm experiencing in my marriage. Um, it can change. It just takes a few skills and your example and humility. And this isn't really. what every one of our arguments looks like either. Absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we just want to end with one final point here, and that is that, you know, once you've had this discussion, yeah, it's it comes down to forgiveness, you know, and oftentimes forgiveness is something that we humanly can't do. Like it is, it is a grace. Even, even always. Yeah, really? like forgiveness yeah. is a supernatural gift. Um, and so really opening ourselves up to God's grace and particularly the sacrament of our sacramental grace, mm. you know, that we, that we received marriage. in marriage um, is one of the greatest things. You know, there have been moments um, where I have I've been so mad and at you, Simon, I'm sorry, darling, <laughs> but I have been so mad. Um, and in that moment I have called upon sacramental grace um, like, Lord, give me that sacramental grace, and I can't explain the the flood of peace um, and mercy that I have felt, and then from our Lord, and then felt compelled to give to Simon. Um, so that is real. That sacramental grace is so real. So it's so important to ask for forgiveness, but then also be willing to forgive after you've had this conversation. Um, and hopefully then seen eye to eye or at least agreed to respectfully mm -hmm. accept the other's point of view. Yeah, awesome. So I, I think, I mean, one one thing I think we've both learned is, or the, the, this has kind of just been like something we've, we've, we've really tried to do is to race the other to saying sorry. Because mm. I think there's something that just, that, 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 that will, there's nothing that will, will, will disarm mm -hmm tension than one person just saying hey i'm sorry you know um but because i think i mean some people find it really easy to say sorry other people find it really hard um but it's 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 something that we we we, we really we really really do do need to do i would say even if you don't think you're wrong like there are times where i've been like 
I really don't think I'm wrong. I'm not going to say sorry. I, you know, I, no, and not only do I not think I'm wrong, I know I'm right. And so there's no way I'm saying sorry first. And sometimes, like, there's so much grace that will flood that disagreement just by saying, you know what? Put the pride aside, put the ego aside. She's hurt. I've done something that has hurt her. And don't say, I'm sorry, but I didn't really mean that, or but you took it the wrong way. Or I'm Just sorry say, you feel that way. I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> Just say, I am sorry. Mm. Okay, I'm sorry that I hurt you by what I did or by what I said. Um, even if you don't think that, that you that you were wrong, because it will breathe this sense of peace into that moment. And healing. Like and healing. the words, I am sorry, are so healing. You know, it, it's amazing. We just have to have, have the humility to say them. Mm. What's I think what's even more important than even just saying sorry is sometimes I think we we will say, you know, if we're having disagreement, I'll be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm really sorry that I said that, I did that. I'm sorry that I've hurt you. There's, there's a tendency for you or the other person that's on on the 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 re receiving end of of that sorry to just kind of blow it off and say oh, i'm fine mm. i'm fine that is the worst that destroys intimacy mm -hmm. when you say sorry the person that is saying sorry is is making it very clear even if they don't fully understand how or why they they could have been in the wrong they are saying, I've clearly done something that has hurt you. I've done something wrong, even if I don't understand it or, you know, fully. But they're st they are saying, I, I, I can recognize I was in the wrong. When somebody says sorry, they are taking responsibility for hurting the other person. By you saying I'm fine, you miss a really important opportunity. When you say I'm sorry, you also need to say, do you forgive me? So I'm sorry, will you forgive me? And it's so important that the other person actually says, yes, I do forgive you. Now, in, a, in an ideal world, the, the other spouse, the other person would also then say, and I'm sorry too, right? I'm sorry for whatever part I've played in this, you know, and I don't know the situation, you know, you only you'll know. But you say, and I'm sorry as well, will you forgive me? And if the other person also says, yes, I forgive you, I guarantee you that argument has been disarmed completely. There's no more winning and losing. It's you have heard one another. You've taken uh, re re responsibility for what you can. Mm. And don't think that by saying sorry, will you forgive me, you know, that, that's going to somehow kind of lessen the harm that you've done. What it actually does, it, it actually, it actually, um, it actually uh, uh, um, uh, uh, affirms you did something wrong. Mm -hmm. It affirms that there was, there was a real pain that was inflicted there. And so that person saying, yes, I, um, yeah, you're sorry, you've asked forgiveness, I forgive you. It doesn't mean you're just wiping it on, you know, you're just sweeping it un, 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 under, under the rug. You're saying, thank you for, for, for acknowledging how hurt I actually am. Mm. I do forgive you. Mm. But 
So, you know, people say, you know, you, you have to forgive and then you for, uh, for, for forget. Well, really, it's not about, it's, uh, people will use that and I think what they mean by like to, to forget is like just don't worry about it. But it's actually, no, you've, you've got to accept it was wrong, I was hurt, and I'm choosing to forgive the wrong anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's where the power comes. Not in he said sorry and I'll dismiss it like it was nothing. That's two very, very different things. And I think if you argue that way and you just dismiss it, dismiss it, it's going to stack up and stack up and that's that's pouring poison into your marriage. Mm. No intimacy will exist in, in the long haul, 10, 20 years. So always say, I'm sorry, do you forgive me? Respond with, I do forgive you and I'm sorry too, will you forgive me? Mm. Don't you From today forward, Maddie, they are not, no one who listens to the Fire podcast is allowed to say, I'm fine when they have an argument. <laughs> um, and one, one last sort of thought that I want to share is, you know, so many arguments and disagreements that happen in marriage really are pointless and meaningless. And if we had a, you know, a little bit of perspective. You don't even yeah, remember them. You can't remember them. And, you know, a good question to ask in the heat of the moment to yourself is, is this going to matter in five years' time, a year's time? a month's time, a week's time, tomorrow, (laughs) in an hour, is it really going to matter? And, you know, we can spend or waste so much time and energy being so, like, angry and critical towards our spouse for the sake of what? You know, for the sake of being right, for the sake of him picking up his socks, you know, whatever it is. And we, we lose sight of what we're doing. We lose sight of the goal of why we married this person, you know, and remembering that you love this person and, you know, you may not feel it right now, <laughs> but at one point, hopefully not too long ago, you were <laughs> madly in love with this person. You know, you are madly in love with this person. You are, you have given your life to this person. So is this little meaningless quarrel really worth destroying the intimacy mm-hmm. that you've spent years building, you know? And I, I don't say that lightly. Like I know that there are there are some things that need to be said or, you know, there are yeah. feelings that need to be addressed. But our point of this podcast is that it can be done in a way that's going to boost and increase your intimacy and every argument or disagreement doesn't need to be something that destroys that intimacy. Amen. You know, so um, we'll leave it there. There's a lot of thoughts there to ponder and and maybe discuss with your spouse. Um, And so we'd like to encourage you to um, have a conversation with your spouse. Um, Maybe listen to this podcast with them or, or just have a conversation about how to argue well and um you know we've got like a little question that you can ask you can um you know have a conversation about your language and your words and particularly how you argue but then ask forgiveness from one another so you know even ask like will you forgive me for the hurtful words i've said to you over the years and the affirming words that i have failed to say Mm. You know, and then you can so see where the conversation goes from there and, you know, maybe hold hands while you do it. 
Um, yeah, it works. I've never been punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> but, you know, we really hope, you know, that that is of some use. And if you're single listening to this or, you know, you're in a relationship and not married, you know, maybe allow, like, let yourself build some of these good habits of um, arguing effectively. Mm. Well, even just now. learning to be vulnerable with your friends. That's right. And actually sharing things you don't agree with or yep. whatever it is. In a healthy way, respectful way. Just start learning that. Yeah. It's a great skill. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So Amen. God bless you. And we'll be praying for you as always. Please keep us in your prayers. And, um, yeah, let us know if you've got any questions or comments. We would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening thank you, and joining God us. God bless you and for your wisdom. Thank you, Simon. And for looking so beautiful tonight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you would like ongoing formation from Fire Up Ministries, I would love to invite you to be a part of the Fire Up family. Please visit our website at at, at www.fireupministries.com for more information. For just $1 a day, you can have exclusive access to the content that we, we create just for our family members. We cover five key areas, singleness and vocation, dating and marriage preparation, marriage enrichment, parenting purity to your children, and sexual apologetics. Each month we release new videos, prayer resources inspired by the theology of the body, and give you access to a private portal to answer your questions. The Fire Up family is an online community of passionate people who are dedicated to being disciples of the teaching of Theology of the Body and working on allowing this teaching to transform their life. For just $30 a month, you can join us. We would love to welcome you to the family. Thanks again for joining us for this podcast. God God bless. bless.